for it to be This is small town music This is big town music He's ahead of his time, you know But he can't use it If only he could prove it Well, tomorrow's just a song away A song away A song away Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis. And I'm Kyle Dotson. And Kyle joining us tonight for the first time. Someone who can't hold their beer. She's she's whacked on on Stella and and cookies. Why don't talk yet. Um, she's wanted to be, uh, she's wanted to be a guest on the show for a long time. It's not really true. That's not true. Um, but no, it's, uh, my wife, Pilar Alessandra is joining us tonight. Say hello, Pilar. Hello. I'm so excited. I am. I'm really excited. Okay. Well, this will be good. Uh, this is Pilar's birthday present because I'm a cheapskate. (laughs) (laughs) Send her an email. Hey, birthday present. Get me on the show. Oh, it was really cool. I was like, I've been invited to be on the Rock Solid Mm -hmm. podcast. It was neat. You've been, um. Pilar has had a topic in her head for about four and a half years. Yeah, it just—it was just sort of, to me, it was a no-brainer topic. So I would just sort of throw it out, mm-hmm. like, well, what about this? What about this? Yeah. What about this? And it just always came to mind, but not because it was sort of, I had a personal yeah. connection to it or anything. And I would say, that's a great topic. We'll do, we'll do that. And then we just, we would never get around to it. And then I think she thought that we, I didn't think it was a good topic. It's not true. <laughs> I just never got around to it because... Because we just didn't. But well, what's, what's the topic? Tell what the topic is. Well, I had a title with it too, but he blew that one off. But it was, uh, it was I imagined it would be called Rebel Rebel mm-hmm. and it would be about defiance songs. Yeah. And I just, I don't know, it just always came to mind. So yeah. I would always sort of throw it out. And, and then, so, so I actually called the episode today Defiance yeah. Songs. You defied me. Yeah, because yeah, I'm defying so you. long. Uh, and actually, I'm not even going to play Defiant songs. I'm going to play uh, songs about the circus. Oh, well. Okay. Oh. Didn't you do that once or something? No. 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 He did not do that. Oh, he, I did not do that. You. Oops. Yeah, yeah. Uh-oh. I've already Voldemort. screwed up the podcast. Voldem- Voldemort did Let that. Let you be working Uh-oh. a text tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Sorry. He who shall not be named oh, did that. Oh, shoot. But um, Adam Jones did the artwork, and you're you're a big Adam Jones fan. I Adam, am. Every, every time your artwork comes in, Pilar is like, oh, I love that. I love all your artists. I'm so jealous. Yeah. Like, I want I want a big cache of artists like you guys mm-hmm. like have, and I, I think they're so good. But yeah, he's... Oh. You like, you like he, his stuff? He Easy. has some sexy graphics right there. No. <laughs> How many beers did she have before I got here? Because you two were here. Well, there's, there's one. There's one left. So she had five. No, she had five. <laughs> I just had three quarters of one. But I've had a long day, and so now and I'm finally relaxing. A lot of beer. And a lot of beers. <laughs> Let's talk about Pilar Alessandra because we have to do that a little bit before oh, we start. Is that how you do that? That's how we do it. Okay. We um, we have been together 20 years. We've been married for 17. Oh, uh, this is more boy. about us than you. Wow. Um, we have two two babies. Okay. Oh no, we have three babies now. Oh, Fila. Fila. Yeah. Just one, one and a half. Um, but you are uh, a very, very <laughs> successful. <laughs> why is he? Why is he yelling? <laughs> you are a very sexy. You're a very sexy entrepreneur. Oh, thanks. You are the uh, founder. <laughs> founder. Is that what you say? How do you say it with it? Because you... I don't know. Because I have a hard time bioing myself. Because it what always we... seems really weird. I'm the instructor mm-hmm. and script consultant at On the Page 
and it teaches uh, how how to write screenplays and how to write uh, TV scripts. And but, I work with a lot of writers. But you could also say you were the president of On the Page. I could, yeah, I could say I, was, I could say I'm the queen. CEO, I, CEO, oh, you're the CEO. CEO. That sounds good. It sounds like we would actually make money if I said that I was the CEO. It sounds very <laughs> like like it's. Like, I'm the head of the board of trustees. Oh, for, nice. Yes, nice. On the page the enterprises. Pat is the interim manager. Yeah, I'm the interim manager. I, yeah. can, I can sign papers when she's in another country. Right. Um, we record at your office. This is your office. Mm -hmm. The pictures that everyone sees where you see the um, the sound. What do you call these things, Kyle? Sound. Uh, Proofing. What is yeah. it? Um, yeah, like sound foam panels. Foam panels. Those are in Pilar's office. If we remove those, there there's a, a whiteboard underneath <laughs> That's that, right. that that probably has script notes of some type on it. Yep. Um, this is a great place to, I love recording here. You record your podcast here. I do. Uh, I'm going to burp. Really? That's Maybe. how I like to be introduced is with some you've gas. Already, you've already <laughs> been introduced. Um, you, how long you, has, sorry, are you clicking a pen or something? What are I you am doing? clicking a oh, pen. Sorry. You should know better. <laughs> I don't care. It doesn't matter. Drive me crazy. Really? Matter. Nothing matters on this podcast. It doesn't that because, thing? well, here's really the thing. Yeah, because then he, he'll say, are you clicking a pen? And then I go, yeah. And then people at home go, oh, what a stupid idiot. And, and then lie. Andrew Rich will put in the show notes, but Pat, Pat clicks a pen and Kyle yelled at him. Stupid. <laughs> no, when will Pat learn? Um, but you, this, uh, this business started in the living room of one of the places we lived mm -hmm. since we've been together. And you have expanded out to have your own space. You've had your own offices for, yeah. what, almost eight years, nine years? Oh, gosh, years? more than that. Because we started... Uh, we opened up the studio mm -hmm. in 2004 when Rita was born. Right. So, so the business was created in 2001 when Sarah when was, was born. born. Yeah. Rita, the emergence of Rita necessitated a studio. A studio. So I, I find babies to be really good um, motivators. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and you've been to, I'm going to name the countries you've been to because you are, I think you downplay your success too much. Oh, you're sweet. I think you do. You don't, uh, you think it's cool, but yet you don't realize You've taught in Warsaw. Yeah. And you've taught in Australia. Yeah. Dublin. Mm -hmm. And London. And China. Mm -hmm. Vietnam. Cool. Mm -hmm. uh, Cape Town. South Africa. Just got back from Cape Town. That was cool. Uh, Portugal. Mm -hmm. uh, am I missing any? Mm, I don't know. That's it. That's, and then, that sounds right. And then all, and London, of course. Uh, like Canada. You've been in Canada. All over Canada. Yep. All over Canada. All over the United States. Yeah. You know the big the big cities. Yeah, but you know, I I love. Yeah. I, I haven't I haven't spent enough time in the United States lately right. doing those classes because uh, I kind of miss that. Just right. seeing like those little corners of the U.S. and stuff that you don't normally get to see. I can't compare to Lisbon. Or Lisbon is pretty rocking. Cape Town. They have these these tarts filled with custard, and mm -hmm. you eat them for breakfast every morning. It's awesome. <laughs> every morning. <laughs> Uh, okay. Well, somebody eats them every morning. Yeah. Someone there eats them every morning. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, you came back looking as, as, as radiant as you always Aww, do. So you, you obviously, you, um, you obviously only ate a tart and then probably nothing yeah. till the next day. Very sweet. Cause that's how you stay, ladies. That's how you stay thin. Is that, is that right? One meal. Is this a diet show? One meal and then maybe throw up. It's <laughs> nice. That's so nice. You don't have to do it that way, but you could. God. Um, you were just gone for 20 days. 20 days. That was crazy. Yeah. Who took care of your children? My my loving husband, Pat Francis, took a, took awesome. care of my kids, did all the stuff. He's awesome. You know, it's, it's pretty easy to be out of the country. Yes, I was teaching a lot, and mm -hmm. I was in three different countries, yeah. 
and stuff. But honestly, that is cake pro- compared to <laughs> taking care of two kids, you know, for making three. Like when Pilar's here, I mean, she's always here, but when, but when she's in the country, when she's in the country, <laughs> when you, you know, <laughs> when I choose to be in the country, <laughs> when you have to make, uh, like I was like, and it wasn't, it wasn't, here's the thing. I'm not working right now. So it wasn't that difficult because I was home to do all these things. I don't know how a working, a single working dad or a single working mom would be working a full-time job and then have to do all the things that I did while you were gone, like three meals and get both kids to school and get them home and all that kind of craziness. I think about that all the time. Yeah. I don't know. And and we know single moms that have raised, um, raised, uh, you know, kids that are college age now and, and it, wow. Yeah. You're How just did like, they do it? You're amazing. That's, yeah. I, I won't complain. Yeah, it's <laughs> no. crazy. Yeah. But we, uh, we did miss you, but, uh, thankfully, um, FaceTime is like a godsend. Yeah. It's pretty cool. They got, you know, they actually like, it's free. They get so sick of seeing you actually. Like every day I'd be like, mm-hmm. hi, I'm here in the bed. Oh, it's you again. Yeah. And they get so used to just seeing your face. Yeah. They get so used that to it. That it just seems really normal. That, and that when you're FaceTiming, they're kind of almost uh, at times not paying attention. Right. Which is, is kind of cool. Like you just want yeah. to feel normal and that, oh, yeah. there's mom again. And I'll, you know, yeah, here's my day. Okay. You want to talk to dad? That kind of stuff. It felt very normal, except my sleep pattern was terrible. I stayed up very, very late every night. Well, it's because you were on internet porn and that's... No, no, I no, was just no? uh, I was just up. I couldn't, I was, you know, I couldn't get to sleep. I was up very, very late. And then, and then you don't get to sleep in because you have to, I have to be up right. the next day. So, uh, so not a lot of sleep was happening. Sorry. And uh, that he was to- up late at night blogging about Cheap Trick. Oh, was he? <laughs> really? <laughs> I'm bunny, bunny Carlos should come back. I... Yeah. How about Budokan? Uh, hey, how about that Budokan? <laughs> By the way, Pilar is um, the person that m- mishears lyrics. It's like the oh worst. Oh my God. It's the worst. Nobody's worse than I am. In the song, the live version of I Want You to Want Me, when they say, didn't I, didn't I, didn't I see you crying? Pilar thought they were saying, deedle-i, deedle-i, deedle-i. <laughs> it's kind of lyrical. She also deedle-i, thought deedle-i, the... Deedle-i, deedle-i. It's, it's cheery. Basically, Kansas has... Two, possibly three big hit songs, including Carrie on Wayward Son, or as my wife overheard it, or misheard it, I mean, Gary, you're no Wayward Son. <laughs> That's what I always thought it was. I also, I also always thought that um, Bad Moon Rising, uh-huh. that I always thought it was um, There's a bathroom on the right. You did not think that. I did. I like that. No, that's no, not did. true. I did. I that's did. That's not true because, because that's like, that's what, that's what people say. They say no, like, no, 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 oh, no. and everyone thinks it's, there's a bathroom on the right, but no one actually thinks that. No, Someone I, made that oh, up. Oh, you mean other people misheard, mishear that too? That's one of the examples they throw out as a misheard lyric, but that's always really? the one that I think is fake. No one no, really heard no, that. No, I used to think that because this is what I would imagine in my head. And mm-hmm. this is, this is where our things about music can sometimes get kind of weird because yeah. Every time I'm thinking of a song or whatever, mm-hmm. I, I go back to immediately like what year was it when I was listening or yeah. whatever. It, it always reminds me of an experience, which is right. why sometimes like there was that horrible tape where I was overheard like complaining about mu- music because to me it always sounded like high school and I hated high school, yeah. right? It always reminded me of high school. Well, I always thought when I heard that song that it was about somebody who was drunk at a party okay, really needing to find a bathroom. Not about, not about <laughs> that at what, all. So I thought it was like, there's a bathroom on the right. That I really, is, really did think that. that is so even Weird Al wouldn't write I know. <laughs> something like that. I know. I don't know what my problem was. I just had this house party in my head. I know it's stupid. It's so stupid. Who 
because uh, you, whenever I'm listening to my music, you it brings up memories of of when you were a, a youth, like in high school. Yeah, yeah, because like you like that era, and I did not. You like did not that like era. You did not like the music. Or you did not like high school. I think it was both. So so no, I think it was more the era. So when I hear like. You know, I, cheap trick, fine. When you whatever, hear "Don't Stop hear, Believing" like, by Journey, oh you want to blow your head off. God, I totally do. You know, like, well, I just really want to do that just because it's Journey. But like, sticks, Journey, all that stuff mm-hmm. it reminds me of like high school dances, and I just want to k- kill somebody. But I mean, I did not play sticks and Journey around the house too often. Oh my God, you totally did for that like the not, longest time oh until God, I finally said, like, no more Journey. Do you remember? I do remember I, when you said no I more said, Journey, and then. And then that can't happen but anymore. then, like two days later, I was playing Foreigner, and you said, I didn't mean Journey. I, I actually meant Foreigner. No, 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 no. I you think said it was that about everything. I really yeah. did. Yep. I really, actually, that's true. I keep and adding to the list. And my favorite quote of all time is, <laughs> this is my favorite quote of all time. <laughs> UFO. Who's this, who's this band? And I thought, oh my God, she's kind of digging it. She's kind of into it. I'm like, oh, oh, honey, this is a British uh, hard rock band uh, that I really like. Uh, they're called uh, UFO. They, they started in the 70s. And she's like, they're not very good. <laughs> but like, the thing what? is, I need to make a disclaimer because, you know, my musical taste is not very good. I, I do not claim to like better music than you like. It's just mm-hmm. that when you play music, you play it constantly. Yeah. It's like I had no idea what I was marrying into. Oh, my God. I, music is on all, uh, all the time. So even if I loved something, by the end of like five years with you, yeah. I hate it because it's just so much. I'm going to try to make you hate the Beatles. Oh my God. I think you could maybe make me hate the Beatles. So, but I love you. I'm honey. also going to hate I love I'm, you. I'm going to make you hate Maya Angelou. I'm going to, I'm going to get an audio book of her reading poetry. <laughs> no, I think that's what I could do. I could just like, just do that over and over and over again. And you had drive you to drink. You had another misheard lyric just this week. And I, I was trying to lock it in my memory oh, bank. So oh, I forget no. it. I, I, I'm a well of stupid. There's so much there. Don't say that. You're a, you're a, you're a, a teacher. There's one thing I can do right, you know, mm-hmm. and I, I do that pretty well, but everything else, not, not that bright. Oh, you're talking about teaching. <laughs> Sex joke. Um, okay, so uh, we're going to get into this. We're going to, you picked songs. Okay. Um, <laughs> I know what your songs are, but I kind of forget them. Okay, good. Because uh, she just handed me a list and goes, here's my songs. I'm okay. like, I'm not supposed to know what your songs are. She's but like, I can't cue hey. them up. She's Again. like, I don't have them. I don't know how to Something cue them. Something, again, know. I'm not very good at that. She was like, she did one of those things where she's like, I don't know how to, really how to do it. And like kicked her one heel up. I, oh, I get by with me? a lot at home. This is how yeah. I get past to do things. So, uh, so I did it. But you don't know my songs. I don't. Yeah. So burn on you. <laughs> uh, like Wayne Fetterman sent me his list. Uh, Wayne will be on next week. Uh, he sent me his list of songs. And I like, I like didn't like, I averted my eyes from it and I like cut and pasted it and sent it to Kyle. So Kyle got Wayne's stuff. I didn't want to know what Wayne was going to play. It's, it's kind of like a, like a game show. Yeah. It's a good story for the people at home. <laughs> Um, how many songs is, how many songs is, they already heard that story on the Wayne episode too and they fell asleep how many songs does Pilar have on her list 16 she does okay and I have 14 I may not I probably won't play and I just sort of did a lot of them for backup also when Pilar handed me her list uh, the last song on her list she wrote playout song (laughs) so you just picked the playout no I put a question mark just pick the playout playout before we uh, before we start, you uh, you you wrote a very successful screenwriting book called The Coffee Break Screenwriter. Mm-hmm. Uh, second edition's coming out in in May. In May, yes. I thought they said the spring. 
that isn't that the spring? May? It, can, it still is, but man, when it gets yeah. to be May, I consider that summer. Do you? June, I think June 20th or 21st is the official first day of summer. So that's technically, they're really pushing it to the end of spring. Spring is April showers, spring May flowers. Mm-hmm. So April, May, spring. What if well, you the Mayflower came in November. <laughs> that's true. That is true. And, uh, and there was a bunch of immigrants on that boat. Oh, Keep no. them out. Yeah. Oh, no. Go to wall. Don't go there. This isn't your podcast. Okay. Like we talk craziness. All right. Um, so it's called uh, Coffee Baked Screenwriter, second edition. How much How much beer have you had, it's, Coffee Baked Screenwriter? It's a break. It's a Coffee uh, Break. Second screen. edition, has yeah. a new cover, and it's a, a bunch of new material in there. Yeah. Uh, it's, pertaining it, to writing for, I'm talking, oh, oh, uh, pertaining, to writing, wow. pertaining to writing to television, yeah. for television. Yeah, the, the, the majority of it mm-hmm. has been for features in the past, but I made sure and integrated television um, so that, and, and pretty much any medium, you could write for web, you know, mm. it's, the idea of sort of breaking it down and building it back up. Perfect. Yeah. And uh, before we start, I have a message for Gary. Uh, Gary, you're no wayward son. <laughs> um, okay, so let's start it up. You have more songs than me. I'm going to let you start first. Again, so it's uh, the episode I called it Defiance because I defied what Pilar wanted to call it, which was Rebel Rebel. <laughs> and when you play, when we play your song, then you're going to tell us why you feel that that's like a defiant song. Okay. All right. Well, let me first say why this this. Uh, this particular category kept mm. coming to mind where I thought for you it would be a no-brainer is because we had been married about two years. Okay. Okay. And uh, we didn't have any babies yet or anything like nope, that. Nope. You get this album and you start playing this one song over and over <laughs> and over again. Okay. Remember, only been married two years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I can't believe I'm going to say this, but um, Kyle, play Bon Jovi, please. <laughs> Over. But but here's the thing. If you've been, been married for two years, yeah, only yeah, two years, yes. and your husband starts playing It's My Life mm-hmm. over and over, don't you think that maybe your husband is giving you a message? No. I'm like, oh, no. okay, all right. I guess it here's, I guess he wants he, out. There, I guess he's no, there was only one message by playing that song. And the message was, was Hey people. Bon Jovi's back. Well, all I heard was <laughs> defiance. I heard was like, you know what? This marriage is getting a little tired. It's my life. Are you kidding that's me? What that's what I mean. Insane. Is I hear, I, I hear stories. That's nuts. And so, I'm surprised you didn't hear it wrong. Like it's, it's my like, pie. It's my wife. <laughs> it's my wife. If yeah, it was, why didn't you hear like that? It's my pie or it's my wife. I wouldn't have an issue. But the fact that I kept hearing that, I was like, oh my gosh. So that's why I thought this it, would no be no been, brainer to me. That was defiance. It had been five years since the band Bon Jovi had an album out. This came out in 2000 from the Crush album. And they crushed it. This album is amazing. Yeah. Love it. It, it definitely had an impact on me, my friend. You don't like that album cover? No, it's like they took a bunch <laughs> of photos for, like, they took a bunch of terrible photos that they're like, oh, all these suck. So let's put them all on the cover. Well, <laughs> it's their album. And they'll do what they want. Terrible. Chug that. It's like all the, all the photos that were deleted from their camera. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it doesn't really mean that. Yeah, you look at that. You don't think the word "crush" 
No. What would you put on it then? Crush it and... Just put a beer, a a crushed up beer can. Or just a can of Crush, Orange Crush. Orange Crush. (laughs) Anyway, you... Your your Crush, we'll put April on the cover. Ah! (laughs) Well, you know what? If you rearrange the letters in the name Pilar... Yes. You can spell... May. (laughs) No, April. (laughs) Oh. Aw. Yeah. Is that... Is that the way you get around this? Mm-hmm. Is like your crush on yep. April is because I'm you can actually, rearrange I, my letters? I actually have a crush on the letters that spell both of your names. Do you know how, how Pat used to get away with looking at other women? Do you know his trick? No. He's got two of them. Okay, one is, oh, oh, yeah, she looks so much like you. That was one. Yep, oh, okay. And the other was, oh, yeah, I thought that was, and then he would fill in ex-celebrity. Yeah. Yeah. thought that was Linda Lavin from Alice. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's not some hot... Skanky bro. Let me just say, I caught him doing a double take Let in Italy, and it was like it was hilarious. Was it worth it though? Oh, oh, and this was this when he did the when was he it did worth the. It? Was she good looking? Oh my gosh, she was beautiful. When he did the <laughs> the double know? take in Italy, this was his new one. I thought this was pretty inventive. He goes, he goes, uh, uh, uh Pilar, Pilar. He like turned around like he was looking for me. Pilar, where are you? Right. Oh, and there you are. I'm that's like, like thank God. The, that's like we're in the movie theater and you do the guy who can't find the. Where his seats are. Mm-hmm. I just like look to around. Yeah, just look all around. <laughs> and just wave, like wave. And I do that with Sarah and Reed, and they like look like, Dad, Dad, he doesn't know where we are. I know, I'm just checking out some girl. Here we go. Okay. This is a band I play a lot at the house. <laughs> you say, you say, now I think this lead singer, he's 71 years old. I think he looks fantastic. You think he looks like an old woman. <laughs> this, this could be anyone. This is the, no, this is the who. Uh, this is a song from 1969, My Brother Up Top. And oh, uh, this is from Tommy, and this is We're Not Gonna Take It. Hey, I'm up old Mr. Normal. Don't try to gain my trust. Cause you ain't gonna follow me any of those ways, although you think you must. Better play a little bit longer so they really scream it out. We're not gonna take it. Never did and never will. Did you just sing? Pilar can sing. We're not gonna take it. Gonna break it. Gonna shake it. Let's forget it. Better still. No, I just mouthed it. No. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't actually sing along with, with the food. I mean, this is, they're great. Put, uh... Put Don't Stop Believing on. Pilar wants to, uh, the karaoke version. Pilar's no, going to build it out. No, stop. Would you sing for, how many beers for you to sing on the show? Oh, sing Don't Stop Believing. No, that won't yeah. happen. I would pass out before I would sing how many on the show. How much I don't money donated to Smile Train? <laughs> oh, Cut Kyle. it out. Oh my God, be quiet. Kyle. Kyle, you're a troublemaker. My goodness. We should have never let him sleep on our couch for a year and a half. Um... <laughs> <laughs> um I think that's a really cool song that, I mean, it, yeah, that makes me feel defiant. defiant. It makes me feel like going out and doing something crazy. That's a great song. Her next, All right, good. Her next song is We're Not Going to Take It by Twisted Sister. <laughs> I hate Twisted Sister. That's the only reason I wouldn't put their song in. And, and, mean, and when I thought when she first said about this topic, that Twisted Sister song jumped in my head first. But man, I hate that. I hate them. Sorry, anyone who likes them, I just don't. You don't, you don't put on Twisted Christmas around this I time of year? Put, well, I might. Yes, yeah, it's, it's nice to know you have a line. There is a line. 
that it, you can it's cross a very slim Francis. line. It's a very cause, <laughs> it's cause, literally only over Twisted Sister. Yeah, and everyone, yeah, yeah, everyone else is fine. Yeah. Twisted Sister's over here, and then look what's hey Warrant right. is right here when right next to White Lion. Uh, what is your next uh, song? Um, so in you know I was a, a young woman in the nineties. Okay, I was a twenties something mm-hmm. in the nineties. Yeah, and that's how uh, that's how it works. Uh, when this, you go back in time, that's when you're younger. This was like maybe right before I met Pat, mm-hmm. and you know um, this became sort of the anthem for for women in their 20s who had been dumped by their horrible boyfriends oh boy. and uh and and they uh they felt sort of energized by this particular song right. um so it's Alanis Morissette please hey How'd she watch the movie? <laughs> I mean, with a, with she getting a, with a crink in her neck. You know, we, you know, it's not even her best song and Mm -hmm. it's a really on the nose song, but there was something about it of this, this person going, you know what, you're only dating her because she's just like me. And, you know, like just sort of Mm -hmm. this, you know, now, frankly, frankly, if the term, um, he's just not that into you had been invented yet, I don't even think the song would have been written. And frankly, it would have saved all of us in our twenties a lot of time, but, but if it it hadn't been, and, and it was like this anthem for angry young Mm -hmm. women at the time. And I was one of those. So I, you know, it it made me feel divine. Are you still an angry young woman? Oh, inside (laughs) and outside. Not so much. Uh, It's the 20th anniversary of the um, Jagged Little Pill album right now. Yeah. She's got one hand in her pocket and the other on Dave Collier's penis. Oh, <laughs> in the day. Whose penis does she have Dave her Coley. hand on now? Oh, uh, like, um, she's married. Oh, she's married. Yeah, it was she's Ryan married. Reynolds for a while. Was re- engaged to Ryan, Ryan Reynolds for a That's while. A, that was a penis upgrade right there. There you From go. From Dave Collier? Yeah. Yeah, anything is. He's Uncle Joey. <laughs> cut it out. Her cousin Joey. What was he? That's what he said in the theater. He said, cut it out. Oh. <laughs> cut it out. Oh, Lord. And then, and then as he was having orgasm, he did it in Bullwinkle's voice. <laughs> was that his thing? Uh, yeah, well, on, on Full House, he was a comedian. He played a comedian on Full House, and he would he always- He played an unfunny comedian. Yeah. Like, he would always come around and do, like, Popeye. Hey, give me, give me Rice Krispies. Shut I'm up. sorry, I missed Full House. <laughs> I was reading books. I'm and sorry. I you were. Yes. Um, my computer- uh, What happened? Uh, shut down. <gasps> whatever. Whatever oh, no. happened. Yeah, it just said- uh, Too predictability. I don't know what happened, but I, I know what the song- I know what my next song is. Okay. okay this I, I think this song is right on the money- with what this topic is okay. today. So uh, let's hear a little bit of uh, From My Girl Pink. Mm.
How would you do? You like Pink? Um, I mean, I don't buy an album, but I don't hate the music when I hear it. So yeah, yeah, I like uh, I like, it, but she um she um like the songs are on the radio now, and our youngest, our daughter Rita, who can sing, she's yeah. eleven, and she's really into some of these songs, and they they beep out like the swear words, so she hasn't she hasn't realized that they're swear words yet, but uh, I don't think she can she can't listen to a full Pink album yet. Not yet. No. Can you buy like the censored version on iTunes? Uh, you probably can. Actually, Pat just he just subs in the beeps himself. He's like boop. I just turn the you, you radio put it, down. You put it into a garage band, and then you just go boop. Or when it comes just up. changes it to fudge. Just you, fudge. Yeah, everything should thing. be fudge. Yeah. What was the song that they were singing? They were singing. Uh, Uptown <laughs> Funk. Um, put some. Uh, let's grab my cup. Pour some liquor in it. Yeah. Uh, the one girl at school, her mom made her sing. Grab my cup. Pour some licorice in it. Seems <laughs> makes sense. I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, Pilar, it's your turn. Oh, oh. So, so, so yeah. And so if in the nineties, you ought to know was sort of an anthem. You you mentioned like, you know, do you still feel like that, that young, angry woman? I feel at times sort of like, no, I feel my age and that there's, well, I feel like this is, this is now my anthem. So that one. You gotta oh, give him. I gotta give him the. Oh, okay. Cut it down, so, Kyle. Do we do the like cutting off the? No, no. We head just we thing? just go like just this. Do. We is 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 dismissive and is um. What, what what would you call this? Just just like just like, like you're a king. Just yeah. like, there just, you go. Yeah. Just turn it off. Turn well, it down. So so the the words. I don't mean like respect. Like when you come home. Like this is not about you. It's a it's about. I think a lot of women my age, um, like women in their forties. You know. It's sort of like, you know what, you've worked really hard mm-hmm. and you've you've put a lot into whatever you're doing, whether it's work or family or both. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there is a certain kind of like, you know what, respect, you know, yeah. that's all. That's all. I, mean, I don't think anybody is saying more than or anything like that. But so where the anthem before used to be like, please love me. Now it's just like, you know what, now all I just want is a little bit of respect. So when Aretha, defiance, yeah. respect, give it to me right now. How did Rodney Dangerfield never do a version of this song? <laughs> I know, really, right? <laughs> hey, don't got no respect. <laughs> what year did respect come out, her version of it? Well, it says 94. That's not right. What was it, 60s, right? Don't you think? Yeah, but I want I want to actually know. Uh, I actually want to do something. Oh, oh, I'm, I'm looking is that is that part of his job? Like he has it to is. like 1967. 1967. Wow, that was quick. Oh, we're off by two. Man. We could have been slapping five again. Man, 1967. Right. You were one. <laughs> no, thanks for telling everybody exactly how in my 40s I am. I appreciate it. Yes, I was one years old. And yeah. I was I was not born yet. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Does everybody know that you lied to me about your age when we first met? Turn it to put Kyle. Turn everything to off. <laughs> Have you mentioned this in any of your shows? Why would I? 
so so we I meet him. I'm 29 years old. He tells me that he is 28. And I was like, oh, because honestly, I sort of had a thing about dating anybody in their 20s still. I only got like guys in their 30s because I was a snob. And um, I was like, oh, okay, all right, whatever. We, we were dating a little bit. And we were probably only dating like two weeks yeah. when I sort of made the older woman joke. And he said, okay, really? I'm 31. He had told me he was three years younger because yeah. we went when he went to Chicago to be a comic. Everyone that was doing comedy was like young, way younger than me. And I'm like, oh, I think I got to tell. Because when, when you, the difference between a 25-year-old and a 29-year-old is not much different unless you're really a mess. So I just said, oh, yeah, I'm 25 too. And, and, and so that went on for years and years until yeah. we, we, I was pregnant with Sarah and mm-hmm. I wouldn't let him tell anybody until he told them what his real age was. Yeah. And so we had the, we're having a, a baby. And by the way, Pat is actually this, this old. How old were you at the time when, when I was pregnant? Um, the 80. 2000. Well, 36. Okay. 35 or 36. Yeah. And yeah. And everyone was like, okay. Yeah. Nobody really cared, but I no. cared. And some people said, yeah, we it, knew that. It bugged me. So yeah. there you go. Yeah. Did, you don't argue with that? a pregnant woman. <laughs> Can we talk about what uh, the uh, the worst practical joke I ever played on you was? Oh my god! Have you never told that story on this show? It doesn't, it's not music related. Oh, okay, all right. Well, yeah, like like all the stories you tell are music related. Well, they music leads into the stories. Okay, tell the story. No, you tell it. I want. No, I don't think I'll tell it well. Okay, so we had, so you were pregnant. Uh, this was when the Sixth Sense came out, right? And uh, there's a scene in the Sixth Sense where they walk into the kitchen. And all of the cupboards and the drawers are open. So um, Pilar's in the bedroom, and I go in our kitchen, and I open all the cupboards and all the drawers. <laughs> and then I, I go to the bathroom, and I yell down the hall, and I say, hey, honey, could you come in the kitchen for a second? And she's like, oh, yeah, what do you need? I go, I just need, I'm trying to do this thing. I just really need help with this thing. And she walks in the kitchen, and what do you do? I screamed, bloody murder, because I was so weirded out by that movie. I loved that movie and I was even studying it to show clips in class. So I had been immersed in it and I walk in and I freaked out, freaked out so bad that I was crying. She started to cry. <laughs> so that blows the joke. That doesn't make you feel good. It definitely your, worked though. Your pregnant wife was crying. It was a flawless trick. I mean, bam, everything, you know, it was like, oh, it was so scary. Kyle. Yeah. Oh my lord! It's been a while. You're not pregnant anymore. I should try it again. What getting getting me but, pregnant? No, just, no, just open everything up. Oh Jesus! <laughs> there is nothing you can do that's surprising anymore. I'm sorry. Oh, Whoa. oh wait, that was mean. This that's came out terrible. mean. No, Kyle, could you play that Bon Jovi song, please? <laughs> yeah. <Hang on. laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, just play that Bon Jovi song. <laughs> Thanks. Oh no! <laughs> All right, my next song is. Why should, Why does he say he's going to be a vase in the cr- cloud? I see. No, there we go. There's I a bathroom was, on the right. Why am I a vase in the cloud? Mm-hmm. So um, as soon as Pilar mentioned this um, ad nauseum, mentioned this topic, <laughs> uh, like every, I, I thought I could just play, I could play all Ramon songs. So, um, so I picked the, I picked the one that I thought was dead on. This song is from Road to Ruin and this song is called Kyle. I'm against it. I'm against it.
That's perfect. That was perfect. Do you like the Ramones? I used to. <laughs> I haven't played the Ramones in the house for no, such I, a long time. I, uh, no, I like the Ramones. I don't want because I don't want the girls to hear songs about sniffing glue. Oh, they wouldn't be paying attention anyway. You I wouldn't even I, know what they're saying. <laughs> that's true. I like the Ramones. Neither would their mom. I get a little. I think. I think to be a Ramones fan, you yeah. have to be okay with the fact that they sort of have the same. The same thing that they're doing in every song. Come on, you could, you could. Kyle, play that Bon Jovi song. <laughs> um, <laughs> you could take that song, right? Yes. And One, two, three, four. Yeah, I mean, and 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 yeah. you could t- say rock, rock, rock and roll, high school. Like you put, yeah. could put anything Let's to that up. beat that they do, and it's all the same. But or I mean, they'll slow it down a little it, bit. I will say the they're first. Amazing, I, I will say the first four albums can be similar in sound, but I really think that once they recorded um, "End of the Century." In the uh, 1980, I think the 80s, the early 80s albums are really, really filled with stuff that you would think um, is not the remote. Well, you would know better than I. And I would love to hear the ones that don't have that particular, dun, 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 that kind of thing. Play it for me. Uh, once. I, I will. Once. I guess PLR gets to play another song. Oh, do I? I oh, guess. Oh, oh. Um, uh, so this is like uh, this is like married people defiance. Um, here we go. Yes. Okay. Here comes that story again, all about that television show. Here comes my typical response. Won't you tell me something I don't know And I'm pissed off about being the cops And you're pissed off about being the maid And how long till they shut off the phone Till the next time we get laid Let's just This is uh, Joan Osborne yeah. from the album Relish, mm-hmm. also celebrating its 20th year. My favorite album. This I, is your favorite album I of all time. I would just play this one over and over it's, uh, again. It's uh, some of the songs on it. Uh, you don't even, even the, the hit song is your least favorite of the songs. It is. What if, what if God was one of yes. us? Because she didn't write that one, I don't think. No, I think she co-wrote it. Kyle, could you please <laughs> look that up? No, I think she co-wrote it with some of the guys from the Hooters. I yeah. think, but I could be wrong. Kyle's going to tell us. Uh, she actually just wrote it at a Hooters. <laughs> <laughs> wow, she probably wrote that naked song at a Hooters. Well, one thing I like about this song, though, is it, it's it's that feeling that you get. And and Pat, again, it's the, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about like anybody Cue who's been married. Who's, bon been, who's been together for a long time. And mm-hmm. you're just like, yeah, yeah, okay, that story. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that thing. Yeah, yeah. And then it's just like, well, just, let's just get naked. You it's know, like, let's just, just take off your clothes and shut up. You know, it's that kind yeah. of thing. The, Defiance. The song was written by Eric uh, Bazilian, Bazilian of, from of the Hooters. Yes, that's but it. But not her. Right. But she now, wrote everything else, and it's so amazing. A friend of yours dated a Hooter. Yes. Which? Uh, who are the two? Was it Eric Bazilian or was it? Yeah, that's the one. I um, don't know. What are, the, are there some other Hooters listed there? I don't. I couldn't tell you. Um, yeah. What? Uh, Rob Hyman. No, it wasn't him. It was Eric Bazilian. One of your friends dated Eric Bazilian. But she only called him the Hooter. Right. But what did she uh-huh. say about she him? She said he had a huge hooter. And 
She did. She, she had a really she big just penis. one giant boob. She would, no, she, no. <laughs> he had a huge penis. He had a huge hooter, and she was she. You'd call him the hooter because he. And she, they dated for a long time yeah. too. But um, yeah, she'd always be yeah. like, yeah, she, that she hasn't has walked right hooter. since. Yeah, um, maybe, maybe. Uh, that's a good song. Yeah, it's a good album. It's maybe, fun. maybe he was God. What if he was one of us? Mm-hmm. Uh, God had a long hooter. <laughs> I'm gonna play. I'm gonna go with a fr- friend of the show. Who? Uh, sure. Easy. Sorry. Uh, this is from her uh, 2014 album called This Is Me or M.E. <laughs> Melissa Etheridge. And this song is called I Won't Be Alone Tonight. Gonna put my boots on Pull back my hair It's a heartbreak in the night But I don't care Got to find me an angel one that's just a little me In cheap sunglasses And low-rise jeans I've had enough of a scuffed-up wall I'm breaking out tonight, that's all Don't know nobody, money As far as I can recall That voice kills me. I know. So strong, always. It just kills me. I will match you a Melissa Etheridge song for another Melissa Etheridge song. That was definitely something that we both loved when yeah. we when we met. It might yep. have been like the one artist we totally agreed on was like Melissa well, Etheridge. We saw her at this together. At the well, we saw her twice. We saw her at the Santa Monica Civic Center, and um, we had an amazing celebrity sighting there. We're, uh, we had, we had pretty great seats. We were on the floor and we're sitting there and these, uh, these two women walked by and I looked at them and I'm like, "Ah, those women look very familiar to me. It was Melissa Etheridge. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) I said, those women look very familiar to me. And cause I'm good with faces, but I couldn't pull their names. And as they, they walked behind us and then two gentlemen who were with them walked and it was Steven Spielberg and Tom Hanks and Tom Hanks was filming Castaway at the time, so his hair was long and like kind of greased back, and he had a he had a beard, and so so the women we saw were Kate Capshaw and Rita Wilson, and I've never seen this. And those before. were real celebrities, not just women you were checking out. And you said that they looked those like Kate actually, Capshaw. Okay, that's good to know. All right, I would have checked them out. Either way. <laughs> uh, so now they walked by us, and then they walked like down a, an aisle that was that cut across across mm-hmm. the um the venue, and when they did. Like everyone that was in front of us that we could see, like every single head turned and looked at it was it was crazy. I was like, that is that's celebrity. But that it doesn't get bigger than Tom Hanks and Steven Spielberg at a Melissa Etheridge concert concert. And they their seats weren't as good as our seats. Yeah, you know. I'm with Pat Francis. Special. <clears throat> yes. And then Wait, the, did you lie to get one of those tickets? You know how um, like you used to lie to get No, tickets but the first the time, time we saw Melissa Etheridge, I did lie. <laughs> What I used to do. A lot of lying. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. What I used to do. That's defiant, Kyle. Well, lying defiant. is defiant. That's right. Rebel. Um, I, uh, m- the Kodak Theater is uh, just opened, and the first rock act to play there was Melissa Etheridge, and her concert was called Alive and Alone. It was just her. And I, I've never, it was amazing. She, for her, she was just there by herself. She played piano sometimes. She played acoustic guitar sometimes, or she played uh, electric guitar. But, um, and then tickets were really expensive. 
So I pull out her most recent album, skim through, and I find her management. And I, used to, I did this so many times. I would call up the management company. This is Pat Francis 101. This is Pat Francis um, 101. Absolutely. To get free stuff. And I would say, here's what I would say. I would say, hey, my name's Pat Francis, and I, I was a, a PA on, for Behind the Music. Okay, I was not. <laughs> and I'd say, uh, and I met Melissa, and she told me anytime she came through town, I should call for tickets. And they would say, absolutely. And because <laughs> there's no way how, because here's how I figured it went down then. Melissa, did you, did you meet some PAs when you were doing behind, behind the music? Probably. Well, this one guy, Pat called and said, you told him when you, you come to town, give him tickets. I must've said that. Yep. You know what yeah. I mean? And so, and we got tickets to the show and um, this was after nine 11. Yeah. Because right she played late deep into the, her set. She played Merry Christmas war is over oh my God. by John Lennon and Pilar starts to cry. I and, lost and my you, mind. You lost, no, as you say, you lost your shit. I lost my shit. Either. And then, and then what did we have to do? Did we leave? We didn't leave. Oh, did we leave? Well, we had to. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Pilar is fun at a concert. I get because very like, emotional. <laughs> Pilar took me to see on my birthday. It was actually, it was a Staples Center. It was February 22nd. It was one of my birthdays. <laughs> she took me to see Lenny Kravitz oh, yeah. open for Aerosmith. Because he for, wanted me to. Yes, and Lenny Kravitz, <laughs> Lenny Kravitz played 12 hit songs. Like, even if you don't like Lenny Kravitz, well, if you don't like him, you don't like him. But I mean, you knew every song. Right. And then Aerosmith came out and blew the roof off the place. And at one point I said... You don't look like you're having that much fun. And she said, sitting here in this big <laughs> arena is reminding me of the people from Katrina that were trapped in the in, in the Superdome. And I was like, well, that's you're never going to have fun. And anywhere. she also told you to stop pissing right there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I kept looking around going, going, oh, my gosh, what it was an arena do? just like that. And, and that's where they must have stayed. And then and how and did families all the were here. And, and Katrina really. I mean, look, 9-11 was horrible, but Katrina, yeah. for some reason, really got me. Yeah. And I know I'm not even I sound like an emotional wreck. But what's so funny is, I mean, you know, Kyle, you've you've lived with yeah. us. I am not an emotional person. I am not the person who cries. <laughs> Pat cries. Day yes, and night. Yeah. But there are certain triggers and for some reason music mm -hmm. does it for me. Like yeah. I can't go to a Christmas concert with the kids without being in a puddle. <laughs> Les Miserables, remember we saw same thing. So I think that's one of the we reasons. We saw the movie Les Mis and when um, when Anne Hathaway sings uh, I Dreamed a Dream, Pilar pulls her trench coat over her head <laughs> and flashed me. No, pulls her trench coat over her head, wish. curls up in a ball <laughs> in a seat. And sobbing. And sobbing. I'm like, so that's what's wrong? why. What's wrong with it's you? It's sort of the reason why that I don't really listen to music around the it house. It brings too many I emotions up. I listen to NPR up. in the car and when you have music and it reminds me of freaking high school, yeah. it like, it. that's why I get like turned into such a bitch. The end. Here's love, what I'm going to do this me. week. At some point this week, I'm going to open up all the drawers and cabinets in the kitchen. <laughs> Play I Dream of Dream. Yes, that's what I'm going to do. And I'm going to say, honey, could you come in the kitchen for a second? <laughs> Once a year, oh too, God. Pilar will watch a, a news report, and then it will mean that we have to prepare for something. It'll be like, it'll be like, I just read that Lyme disease is very prevalent in Southern California. So here's, we need a list of all this stuff. Look, hey, I, anytime someone comes in the house, we check them for ticks. Yeah. Remember, I read scripts for a living. Yeah. So when I hear an NPR report mm -hmm. that there's been a virus and mm -hmm. it was found in a certain place and they're really worried that it's going to run rampant, mm -hmm. I know that this is the inciting incident of the first act. Anybody would yeah. know that. And by the end of the mm -hmm. first act, we are all doomed. So I know this before anybody else knows yeah. it. And I come home and I, mm -hmm. I get us. 
less prepared. Damn it! Like I'm, I, was, I know I, when disaster I was, movie. When I was watching Fear the Walking Dead, which is which is the start of the zombies coming, and it takes place in L.A. Like Pilar comes in and she's like, "I never got into um, Walking Dead, but maybe I should start watching this with you." And I'm like, "I'm going to tell you something. This is not the show for you." Yeah, she's like, "Why? Not. What's happening?" I'm like. They know something's happening. They're packing up the family. They're trying to get in. She's like, oh, I'm not watching yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be my worst nightmare. I, I would have been a zombie instantly because that show bored me to death. Kyle hates the show. Is that really? It was like watching six hours of a standard zombie movie. Like if you took a regular like hour and a half zombie movie and stretched it for six hours, that's exactly I what like, it was. I like it this guy's on drugs. This guy's like, I'm stepdad. I'm fun. Come over here. And the wife's like, don't go. It's stupid. All these cliches. I like the cliches. I got picked up for 15 episodes. That's not. That's what good. a chore. <laughs> <laughs> Whose song is it? Did I, I just know. play? It's I just her, played Melissa Etheridge. We went on gonna, oh, so another. Oh, so I'm going to match you with Melissa okay. Etheridge because um, because this to me is even more defiant. Melissa Etheridge. Mm-hmm. You going to sing it? No. Nope. How's this? Sound? Bad. Stop that. You gotta have that line though. To hell with the consequence. That's the defiant part. Okay. Yeah, that's right. You're right. Yeah. Because because she's saying she's saying, okay, I know that person was right there. I don't give a shit. Open Mm -hmm. up your window. Let me Mm -hmm. in, and you know, and let's go crazy. That song makes me so hot. I don't know. Maybe I'm sort of a Melissa. Maybe that's the only song I should play. Lesbian groupie at heart. Maybe that's what's going on. When we saw Melissa Etheridge at the um, Santa Monica Civic Center, um, that's when she was she had lost a lot of weight because she had had a breakup. And she was wearing a makeup and she was really dolling herself up, like not how she normally looks. And you were like, she's really sexy. <laughs> go, go kiss Kate Capshaw. <laughs> um, Pilar, there's, a, there's an artist that we talk about a lot on this show. And uh, I always refer to him as, a, as, 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 as an asshole. And, uh, and Kyle, who that, would that be? That'd be Don Henley. Right. So, um, or as he calls himself, a genius. A genius, Uh-oh. yes. But uh, right up there with uh, the Beatles, uh, Paul McCartney and uh, and John Lennon, he would yeah. probably say. But I do uh, as much as, as I just find him that he would be an unsavory individual if you met him. Yeah, that's what I think. Hmm. That said, I love some fucking Don Henley. There you go. So, and this song, you're gonna, this song features uh, this is from the end of the Innocence. This features Axl Rose. On backup vocals. Another great person. Yeah, yeah, another guy. That, these guys probably hit it off like gangbusters. <laughs> but this is a song called, even the title is defiant, I Will Not Go Quietly. Let's crank some of this up. Keep it going. Keep it going when you're Axel. 
sounds terrible. Is there, like is there one drop of subtlety in that song? No, he's not insane. It's, it's just like so on the nose, every single line. You like, might not have known what the lyrics were. <laughs> I, just, I would rather guess at them and get them wrong uh-huh. than like know them just like so. They're, they're so I will simple. not go quietly. I will not bow yeah, down. Yeah, but all the stuff that he was it's like gonna put i don't know it's just so you say put he said come over here baby about to give me a heart attack wrap wrap your loving arms around the small of my back and nobody's ever said that in any other song gonna give me a heart attack come on over here baby come on you'll have to prove it to me because i don't know it i don't see it lord now now we'll get a message from fans like oh i forgot about that album i really listened to it's great (laughs) yeah pr is wrong no that's 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 right i hope it's pr is wrong no no i don't want mean letters do you think people write pilar i don't think anyone will write a letter (laughs) (laughs) i can bet you on that one many times yeah i don't think they're gonna write any letters um so many people play on that don henley album uh mike campbell Edie burkell cheryl crow melissa etheridge Bruce Hornsby, Steve Jordan, Jim Keltner, Stan Lynch, David Page, Pino Palladino, Jeff Beccaro, Patty Smythe from Scandal, J.D. Souther. It's crazy. Um, and J.D. Salinger. I just wanted to let people know that I could read a Wikipedia page. <laughs> um, J.D. Salinger's on it. <laughs> Anyone? J.D. Salinger. That's what he said. Yeah. It's his joke. Um, so what do you got? What do you? What's in the? What do you got? I'm gonna do a little palate cleansing and uh, no, and go for. <laughs> what's this gonna be? Lorna Luft? Is it, no, is that? I don't listen to Lorna. That's Luft. why I always tell people like I go. Jeez, she likes Liza and I Lorna. Don't Luft. like Liza. I'm not so Jimmy Pardo. Jeez, come on. <laughs> no, no. This is um. This is not somebody everybody loves though. Um. Uh. The is reason it Don I, Henley. No. The, the reason I like this song <laughs> is because to me sometimes. Defiance is just watching somebody make a choice, an unexpected choice, mm. or um, it's interesting to watch people sort of turn their back on what they should do. And like in when I'm teaching scripts, that's what I'm always trying to sort of get people to do. It's like, what's the unexpected choice? What's the interesting choice? So to me, listening to this song is an interesting choice. And it's, uh, it's uh, Lyle Love It. She said something about going home. Sounds great in the headphones, doesn't it? Yeah. She said something about needing to spend some time alone. Mm. Shut she up. wondered out loud what it was she had to find. It's like David Lynch. Yes. But she'd already made up her Okay, you can stop it. This nope. is what I like about yeah. that song is that he's watching somebody wander wonder out loud mm-hmm. why she's doing what she's doing. Yeah. And sometimes when people are making these big choices, they're doubting themselves in mm-hmm. the process, but they're doing it. Mm-hmm. And he's watching somebody do that. And I just found that I always find that really interesting, the story of that song, you know? And even though he she's leaving him. So I, I just I don't know. To me that's that's something I could just sort of listen to because I'm just imagining a scene like it was mm. on a script. Literally, I'm about to go clear. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't paying attention. I was. Pat Francis, that you needs, were interrupting again. There yes. needs some, we need some Axl Rose to sing back up with Lyle Lovett. Oh, God. She's already made up my mind. <laughs> She's going to make it up. She's going to take it up. This is a little bit of a, I love 
love this song. I, this really just takes me back and makes me feel good when I hear uh, Patty Smythe or Patty Smythe and Scandal or just Scandal, which all has Patty Smythe. But this is a goodbye to you. Fire, right? Well, I guess, I guess, you know, breaking up with somebody, walking away, you yeah. know, it's Goodbye always, to you. yeah, yeah, it's sort of like that moment of screw you, yeah, sure. So that's why I picked it, man. No, no, so, what's going on? There's a theme here. Oh, hmm. yeah, okay. the theme's defiance. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah, defiance. Um, <laughs> that's what it is. Is that one of those divergent movies? <laughs> that's that's what it should be. Those aren't good movies. I, have you seen them? Because you know, you've seen them, and I don't think I saw them saw them with Sarah at all. I, I wanted yeah, to. Sarah saw one with a friend and then I watched it so that her and I could go see the second one. And you're just not, I, I won't see a third she's one. She's not even wowed by them. No, no. Yeah. She's like way into the <laughs> hunger. We game. will, we will not be seeing a third. <laughs> no hunger games. I think those are great. Uh, wait till those are out of theaters. Well, really? They, they don't do it for you. Kyle. Not, look, you're not a girl well, no, I or me. It's not even, so you won't like them. It's, it's, it's not that I just don't like the movie. I'm sick of the Jennifer Lawrence adorkable act. Like I can't walk and I forget things. She's not adorkable in Hunger Games. No, she's, but in, in real life, then I have to see all of those interviews of her being like, like, Oh, I can't walk up the stairs. Oh, <laughs> what celery? I hate it. It's awful. It's the worst. It's like, it's be a normal person. So annoying. She can't be a normal person. She's a millionaire. She is. She is. Then shut up and live in your castle. <laughs> I like that. Shut up and he's defiant. That's a t-shirt. That's that's Kyle's song. Go, go, shut up and live in your castle. Go fight for food on that giant cornucopia. Don't give a shit. <laughs> Assholes. All right. Wow. He's so angry. Defiant. Yeah. It's the worst these days. Go invent a mop. <laughs> I'm gonna. Is it my turn? Uh, no, I think that was you. I know. Uh, what Kyle does is he talks a lot and then it makes the guests, they get like, you know, they're like, I don't remember where we're at in the show. And then I play two songs in a row. Is that, is that your trick? Yeah. I would go know ahead. your trick. I'm your wife. Go ahead. Um, I'm going to go, I'm going to go Pat Francis with this song. Here you go. Doink. Is the song called Doink? Doink. <laughs> Now, we talk a lot of one here about Joan Jett and how she doesn't write a lot of her songs, and, and but she actually did write Bad Reputation. One. She and, did with Kenny I, Laguna. And it's awesome. And and it's so funny. I was sort of on the fence about it. Mm -hmm. And then we you were playing it to sort of cue it up. And I watched Sarah go crazy yeah. in the living room dancing. Just yep. just she just she just dropped everything she was doing and, and just started dancing like a mad woman. And I was like, yeah. This is a great song. This yep. is this is that and idea of like it doesn't especially for me again like high school, you know, like you, you care so much about what other people mm -hmm. think and to hear this and you think why do I care so much? Yeah. Who who 
gives a shit? Yeah. I should be able to do what I want, act the way I want. And uh, and yes, yeah, so it was it was just a pleasure watching. And her plus, do that. the religion that you and I practice does not permit dancing. So she was being totally <laughs> defiant when she did that. <laughs> the Church of Footloose. Yeah, the Church of Footloose. Uh, John Lithgow comes over and has breakfast with us almost three or four times a week. And sometimes, oh, never mind. Yeah. Okay. Hold your tongue. I will. Um, I'm going to go with a little Soul Asylum. I love the Soul Asylum. And this is a song called Somebody to Shove. Hello, speak up. Is there somebody there? These ups are getting me down. In a world frozen over with overexposure Let's talk it over, let's go out and paint the town Cause I'm waiting by the phone Waiting for you to call me up and tell me I'm not alone Cause I want somebody to shove I need somebody to Wait a minute. What? Wait a minute. What? How is that defiant? He's waiting by the phone. Not very proactive. <laughs> Just saying. Kyle, do me a favor. Stand up <laughs> and shove her. <laughs> no, but no, how is that defiant? Just because it the just shove sounded, part, yeah, the shove part made it makes me you think. feel defiant. But uh -huh. if you, what he's saying is, I'm, I want somebody to shove I think, me. I think he's waiting. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, I want somebody to shove me. He wants to be dominated. To be is are you really giving Are you giving defying? Dave Perner notes on the lyrics? <laughs> no, I'm giving you notes on your on your pick here. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, look. But I. But it. Can, but you know, if if it makes you feel defiant, yeah, maybe, maybe that can. Did when I when I queued it up, I threw a brick through a window. <laughs> through our neighbor Fred. Fred's window. Oh gosh, have you talked about Fred on the show? It's not. But again, you know, it, it rarely is. So you're talking but, about but it your rarely conversation, is. your con your chat, your chat. Well, there'd be no reason to bring up Fred. Okay. <laughs> Do you want people to know about Fred? Fred? You brought him up. He's he's the he looks guy. Like a really old Mike Ditka. Yeah, and he uh, he patrols and he walks up and down like uh, uh, trash pickup is every Wednesday, and the truck comes along and you know loads your trash bin up and dumps it, and then they drive away. And if you don't bring your plastic bin in off the street within about 52 seconds, Fred is bringing it, reeling do you, it in. Do you think he waits there and watches them dump it and grabs one? He does. Yeah, he does. He's, he's got a routine every single day mm -hmm. and he goes from house to house. And then also he takes the cover off of his car. He cleans his car. Then puts the cover back on. He's got like well, this. No, he, he puts it in the driveway. He has it in the driveway, takes the cover off, moves it across the street, covers it. And yeah. then at night uncovers it, drives it back in the driveway, covers it. And we it. are all part of his sort of OCD behavior, yeah. but we just fit into his world. And that guy gets a lot of cardio. He should not be such a fat ass. And He's when, got a big belly. Yeah, I don't know and, what he's eating in his house. And like when we defy mm. his rules, he comes and he's like, you better move your car. And we do. And yeah, it's he'll like, be like, hey, whose car's that? Oh, my friend, did you fizzing? Yeah, I, could you not park in front of my house? And he's... That's not even a rule. Like, he's king he of our neighborhood. park anywhere we want to park, really. We need, we need a, a defiant song against Fred. M much like a cartoon character, he wears the exact same purple polo every single every day. Every day. Every day. Exact same shirt every day. It's, it's really every day. weird. Yeah. yeah. He's like, if you saw... You saw him in like in a movie, you actually probably wouldn't believe him. Yeah, you wouldn't yeah. believe that that's a real guy. Yeah. 
but he's our he's our guy. He's our friend. Um, I think it's I think it's mine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, 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 oh wait, I, I knew what I was gonna do. Uh, 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 oh wait. Hold, hold on. Oh yeah. So he, yep. a, we're gonna get into two. We're gonna get into the two thousands for a second. And this is a song. Oh, I played a song from the two thousands. I played two of them. Oh yeah. I played oh. the Pink song and the Melissa Etheridge song, both from two thousand eight and fourteen. Oh, fourteen. Yeah. Oh, okay. 2014. Sorry. Okay. So, this, so where are you taking us? This, this I think, is 2014, I think. Is it, Kyle? Or, yeah, I think it is. Well, you don't even know what she's playing because um, she's jumping all over the place. This is, like, oh, know, I am. I'm sorry. This is okay. the song that I really could listen to over and over, I think, because, and I don't even know why, but this is, to me, like somebody who's just celebrating freedom. Well, maybe this is the song I play to lure her into the kitchen to see all no, the no, cabinets this, open. No, no, this makes me like just want to like do my own thing. All right. Yeah, here we go. One, two, three, one, two, three, three. One, two, three, one, two, three, three. One, two, three, one, two, three, three. Throw them back till I lose count. I'm gonna swim from the chandelier. Is that enough? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and you know, this this song actually made Kyle leave the room. Yes. Um, now that that artist, uh, this is the the person that talks on my iPhone. This is Siri. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, it's Sia. What? Her name is Sia. I think I don't think like that's Sia. true. Sia. No, I think it's this is Siri. No, it's Sia. What if we could get Sia's voice on your phone? Just going one, two, three, one, two, three. One. <laughs> I, I, like, I, I, admittedly, I have no idea what the fuck she is saying mm-hmm. in in any other part of the song, yeah. except for the "I want to swing from the chandelier." Chandelier. No idea. Chandelier. But there's something about this song mm-hmm. that makes me want to swing from a chandelier, and and I just, I just love it. I love it. It's my new. You ought to know. <laughs> we are currently in your office with recessed lighting, okay. so I cannot help you out. I with know that. I cannot I know. make that dream come true. I could, uh, I could, I could twirl around in the swirly chairs. What if we put chandeliers in all these instead of recessed lighting? Um, I don't think that would look good. Uh, Sia's voice is crazy good. Oh my god, it's amazing. I wonder if that's how she sounds. I wonder if. Well, yeah, we saw her on Saturday Night Live, and she sounded okay. Amazing. So the Saturday Night Live thing where she. Yeah. Okay, another thing that makes me cry. <laughs> oh, when the little girl dances? When the little girl dances. Jesus Christ. It makes me cry it. because, first of all, uh, they're, uh, you you can't work children that hard. <laughs> and uh, Saturday Night Live's on she's, late at night. She's so awesome. She's so amazing. That so, little yeah, girl. Makes me, yeah, because I think of our and girls. Then, and- uh, at the Grammy Awards, uh, uh, Kristen Wiig did the dance. And, you know, no one, I don't think anyone really, really knew good. it was her. Yeah, she was. And you know, cause you're like, you're like, oh, this is going to be a chuckle. And she then it, it. she completely committed to it. And, and you just sit there going, wow, you know, good for you. Because uh, one laugh could have ruined the whole thing. You know, yeah. laughs are uncomfortable. Laughs are yeah, yeah. contagious. Yeah. As you know. Fucking <laughs> she fucking nailed it. <laughs> I'm going to go with a lady that I, one of my favorite ladies. Uh, she's probably my favorite female vocalist. This is Chrissy Hind. Oh, yeah. Pretenders. 
And this is a song from Pretenders 2. This is called Bad Boys Get Spanked. Oh, my. You're not supposed to do that. You know you never liked to. If you seem to get some kind of kick, I could do what you never liked to. You deliberately defy the rules. Cause the laws are hell by I like the whip. That's cool. Is that what you want? You want a little spanking from Chrissy Hine? Is that what you want? She might kick my ass. That's, we like, gotta... that's like the uh, like response to like hot for teacher. <laughs> right. Oh, that's true. Here's uh, we got to sometimes I read texts that uh, my daughter sends us. And since you're here, it's our daughter. Oh, has, is she uh, sending one right now? Yeah, here was. Oh, boy. Hey, dad, can I get an update for uh, for an app? It costs a dollar. And then her next, and then Kyle, read her next thing that she says under that. Sorry if I'm interrupting the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, yes, you can buy it. Oh my Oops, gosh. I meant a hundred dollars. Can I still get it? And then it'll Oops, go on I already and on. bought it. Yeah. I'm sure that's yeah. just the beginning of oh my a God. whole litany her, she's going to send. She'll send a text and be like, daddy, you there? Now I haven't, I'm driving, so I don't see that text and then 50 texts or dad, I'm trying to email. I'm trying to text you. Dad, dad why aren't you answering me? Dad. Hello. Hello. And then it will all at the end of the whole run of text, it'll literally be, is it okay if I have a cookie? That's because it's always about sweets and it's treats. Always about what can I eat? Sweets and treats, which was my. Name I gave my into first her so album. bad today. I took her to the animation expo where I was teaching oh, I, and I can't even admit what happened. So go ahead. And I'll she, tell you in a minute. And she, uh, uh, she, you know, I wanted it to be a really good experience. It's the first time she would ever see me teach. Yeah. And, you know, and it was kind of overwhelming, the animation expo, mm-hmm. all this stuff. And she'd be like, can I have a hamburger? Yes. Can I have some chips? Yeah. Yeah. Can I have some cookies? Yeah. Could I have a hot dog? Yep. Give another hamburger. And I just say. Two hamburgers and a hot dog? She had so much stuff. She had a soda on top of it. I was just like, you know what? I've just got, I'm just going to not be the mom that says no today. Well, you're going to kill me because then I, w- I wanted a piece of her Halloween candy. So I went and I go. Can I have a piece of your Halloween candy? And she goes, you can, Dad. Can I have a piece? And I said, I said, yeah. So I gave her a piece of Halloween candy. Then your mom brought these cookies. Oh, and she's like, and she said, Dad, oh can I have God. a cookie? I had that piece of Halloween candy, <gasps> but can I have a cookie? I go, absolutely. So she's she's wired. She is such a con artist. Yeah, oh she's my wired. God. And we are bad, bad parents. She is wired for sound. Oh, I'm going to bring up a song that's like maybe, you know, one of, an early defiance song. Early, early. And I used to mm-hmm. sing this in college because cause I just I just thought it was jazzy and Is this fun a Gregorian and, chant? Uh, no. I oh, didn't. not that early? No, it wasn't like oh. choir or something like that. Okay. All right. It's, uh, oh, here you go. Can you read my mind, Kyle? There we go. Yeah. That one. Oh, okay. If I should take the notion Stop to that. jump into the ocean Ain't no Everybody's business if I do. Yeah, ain't nobody's business. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. If I go to church on Sunday, which I don't do, then cabaret all day Monday. I do that. Ain't nobody's business if I do. Come on, that's a great song. That's a good out, and that's a good song. And who's the artist? Billie Holiday. Billie Holiday. Yes. Pilar loves uh, Lorna Luft. Stop. 
Liza? I don't. I don't. Oh, have you ever heard Liza sing this? It's great. Oh, oh my God. I bet if you it, look on it's YouTube. It's very humble. I, I mean, bet I, if you look on YouTube, bet, you can find she it. She probably, she probably has it. It's probably really loud. It's this is one of Kyle's favorite things. so is wrong. Look up YouTube stuff and play it. <laughs> Liza Minnelli, Nobody's Business. Oh, is she doing it? Uh, but I mean, there's just something like so like relaxed mm -hmm. and so like screw you, I'm going to do what I want, but it's not... She probably had a heroin not, needle in her arm. She probably did. Yeah, she those, probably... Those artists did it. She, um, yeah. yeah no, nope. that's weird. Okay. That's, that was a good song. Andrew good, Rich, if it? you can find that. Uh, Andrew yeah. Rich, if you can find... Uh, yeah, put that on the notes. Um, that, that's all we had to purchase from iTunes because we did not have that in I'm our shocked I didn't have it. Catalog. Uh, we did an Elton John episode a couple weeks ago. With uh, April, who uh, my wife says is my crush, but it's not my crush. Totally your crush. Anagram of Pilar. Oh Anagram of Pilar is April. <laughs> and uh, so I have an Elton John song that we didn't play on that show. And this is the defiant, I don't want to go on with you like that. I've always said the one's enough to love. Now I hear you bragging one of not enough. Well, someone tells me on a side of spy. Again, there's a theme to these songs. Hmm. Yeah, Defiance. Intra Defiant. Kyle, cue up Bon or Jovi. Or it could be, you know, you know. Just saying, <laughs> when people reflect back on this episode and go, yeah, well, it was in the cards. There you go. They'll just say, how hot is Pilar's voice? <laughs> oh, that, that snort. Was that yeah. hot? Was that and, then hot? and then she blows it with a snort. <laughs> uh, your turn. Your turn, honey. Um, I know we already have the playout song pick because you... Put it you on know, your I list just, I, because and I this will be the plan. No, I just I, there's a question mark. Very defiant. There's a question yeah, mark. I put the question mark. All right, play this one. There you go. You don't want to say who the artist is or anything. You just you'll know. The, there right. you go. I will. I have a Everybody will know. Nothing uh, better than having this on the Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack. <laughs> so then your 11-year-old in the back of the car uh, will sing Cherry Bomb and really, obviously, not know what uh, all the uh, meaning is to that song. I think one of my favorite... Have you grab you until you're sore. Yeah. Ch -ch 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 cherry Bomb. Dad, do you like that song? Not when you sing it, honey. No, uh-uh. Not good. Nope. Not good. Go back and say, uh, sing I Like Big Butts. <laughs> Sing I Want a Man with Slow Hands. <laughs> I think one of my, like, you always make me laugh, but one of the biggest laughs I ever got was Sarah, Sarah was about 11 years mm -hmm. old, and 
it, she had just like, you look at your daughter one day and she looks completely different yeah. and she didn't mean to, you know, she just had a nice pair of jeans on yeah. and a cute little t-shirt and her hair was down and she yeah. walked away and Pat goes, if she starts singing cherry bomb, <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do. You just like, it was just like, yeah. Oh my God, it's so true. It's yeah. so true. So as much as I love that song, I'm also afraid of that song. Yeah. At the same it's time. a scary song. Yes. Yeah. That was Sherry Curry on vocals for the runaways. Does anybody remember Foxes, the movie Foxes with Sherry Curry? Sure. Women your age. I love, yeah, exactly. I loved that movie. Mm-hmm. And I had a friend who was just like that. She mm-hmm. looked like that, yeah. like Sherry Curry. And she acted like that. She was this far away from an OD. I know. Yeah. I know. And that was like my friend. And yeah. she used to flirt with my dad. Like that's like it was weird. It was like I hung out with that girl. This is all, and I, and I was this allowed is movie to. Of the week. I was allowed to hang out with that girl, and so so I, I'm watching. No, that's when your parents. Yeah, well, you, yeah, you know. So, <laughs> there you go. Uh, this is actually uh, yeah the twisted sister song crossed my mind. Uh, we're flipping the next two, Kyle. But this is actually the really the first song that came into my head when you threw out this topic. Um, yeah, so this is a. Uh, from Full Moon Fever. This is Tom Petty. 10 out of 10. Oh, this is 10 out of 10. Yeah, Full yeah. Moon Fever. Jeff Jeff Tate will tell you, this Tom Petty album is 10 out of 10. <laughs> 10 out of 10. Well, I won't back down. No, I won't back down. You can stand me up at the gates of That's great. That's a great song. Yeah. Well, one of my, cause Tom, I really feel that Tom Petty will not back down to anything. He yeah. won't. He, in the documentary, um, uh, that, uh, that Peter Bogdanovich directed, Peter Bogdanovich was on Pilar's podcast. Check out that episode. I produced it. it sounds great. <laughs> um, <laughs> Peter Bogdanovich talked to very low. He talked like this. Sorry to boost all his audio. It was a, it was a fucking hassle. Um, but anyway, uh, in that documentary, um, he's, uh, Roger McGuinn of the birds is doing a comeback solo album and he's asked Tom to come in to, uh, to sing and maybe help with some songs and some young record executives in there basically telling Roger McGuinn, like, I don't hear a hit and I don't think this is right. And I don't sound, and Tom Petty's literally like, do you know who you're talking to? This is Roger McGuinn of the birds. You don't come in here not knowing his music and yeah. telling him what to do. It's like so good. I'm like, this is great. And you Cause know, he knew this guy wasn't going to speak up for himself. Cause he was probably just like, you know, they they gave me a record contract. I'm just happy to be making a new album. But so Tom Petty, like kind of steered it. And let me tell you, Peter Bogdanovich, you know, I'm a, I'm a fan because paper moon's one of my favorite movies. Right. And he walked in though, and he just clearly sort of didn't want to be there. He was, he was with his um, daughter who also was producing a movie. Yeah. And I think he was sort of there more for her. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> So he kind of comes in sort of slow and whatever, yeah. and he's sort of mumbling and stuff until Pat mentions the Tom Petty documentary. Yeah. And then suddenly he was an 18-year-old 
I just just sprung up. You really and did. It's animated, and so it was really Pat that got everything going. Well, I have thank you. I have a picture of, of us him, just talking. Yeah, and him also signing. He signed my book. I have. There's a Tom Petty companion book that goes with the documentary. Yeah, and uh, he was. Um, he he told me that he, Tom Petty called him to ask him to do this, and I said, "Were you a Tom Petty fan?" He goes, "I didn't even know who he was." Because wow. I had asked my wife at the time, hey, this guy Tom Petty called me, wants me to direct a documentary. She's like, do it. And she, he's like, who is he? She's like, one of the greatest recording artists of our, our time. He's like, okay, I'll do it. And, 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 and then, so then I say, I say, well, now, as you were, as you, when you wrapped up the documentary and everything was done and everything, did, did you ever admit to Tom that, you know, I got to be honest, I didn't really, wasn't familiar with the catalog of music. And he goes, no, why would I do that? <laughs> I'm like, all right. <laughs> so, um, well, I also have I also have a Tom Petty song. Okay, so is that all right? Uh, yeah, it's okay. fine to play a Tom all Petty right. song. Let's it's never been because this is uh, Kyle. No one told you to play that. <laughs> uh, no, it's all Tom, Tom Petty's one of the artists I play that you actually do enjoy. Yes, and uh, because you don't really play him over and over again either. So this week, when uh, I lure you into the kitchen to see the drawers open, there we go. Okay. From the same album. Is it? Yes. Full Moon Fever. There's a freeway running through the yard. And I'm a bad boy. Cause I don't even miss her. I'm a bad boy for breaking her heart. Free falling in mm -hmm. a way. This is the response mm -hmm. to you ought to know because she's going. You got to come back to me. I love you. You know why are you with that guy? Yeah. And he's just like, you know, well, I'm a bad boy for breaking your heart, and I'm free falling. And it's sort of like, yeah, oh well. There's a that's there's, what it must be like to be a guy. Yeah, there's probably uh, there, yeah. I wish I knew what it was like to be a guy. <laughs> there's a there's probably a song. There's probably a defiant song in every single Tom Petty album. Yeah, and they're all Kyle. A ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. <laughs> I, I actually don't like Free Fallen, but I don't think it's a bad song. The radio has just the radio's ruined it, it for you. All, no, all I, I understand that. Yeah, they still play it. I, I want to hear a woman cover it, and I was looking it up, and the, I haven't I haven't I haven't heard the right cover yet, though. I haven't heard somebody cover it where she's talking about her and not talking about him. I've heard a woman cover it, but what, you have one. Shh. Oh my Keep goodness. talking. You were this doing is, a good ramp this up. Is so, this is so exciting for me. This is what happens. I've been, we, we I've been looking. Oh, come on. We sometimes call an audible. Um, I, have, um, yeah, I have two women covering it. I'll, I'll play a little bit of both. Uh, this, first, uh, this first woman who's going to sing this is a... Uh, oh, no, this isn't... Oh, no, she just sings background on it. It's, it's on the Matthew Sweet, Susanna Hoffs album. I don't think she... Let me see. I don't think Susanna sings the lead on it. No, he does. And it's no. <laughs> That's not what okay. I mean. Okay, then this is what you want. This is what you want. He's a bad boy. Cause he doesn't even miss her. He's a bad boy. Because he doesn't even miss her. It's wrong. Wrong. Wrong, 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 wrong. It think, sounds it sounds fine. Do you think Liza covers it correctly? No, no, what 
I'm saying is that's Stevie Nicks. Yeah, Stevie Nicks is awesome. I love Stevie Nicks, and she makes me want to twirl around the room. But the thing is that she's talking about him. Mm-hmm. You need a woman who's saying, "I'm a bad girl because I don't even miss him. I'm a bad girl," and, and like and and have her be like, "I'm free falling. Like I want to swing from those chandeliers." Where's that cover? When Tom said I could, uh, I could record free falling. I was, uh, I was amazed because I'm truly, I'm the sixth heartbreaker. They told me I was. If I ever want to join that band, I want to. Uh, also, Tom's songs, I consider them my babies too. I never had a baby. Uh, Tom and I never hooked up, but if we would have, I think we would have made beautiful children. Oh, and no. this next one, I'm going to sing. Lindsay never wanted to have kids. He's married to his guitar, and now he married you, some young bitch, and he won't sign autographs to, uh, for Pat Francis. And uh, this next song is, uh, it, it's free falling. <laughs> Are you, uh, what if you have her on the show? I won't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you can, you can, if Paul Stanley is ever sitting here, I am never doing a Paul Stanley impression. <laughs> how much, uh, how many donations to Smile Train would that take? <laughs> For me to do a Paul Stanley impression in front of him? Yeah. To his face. Oh my God. <sighs> See, it's a lisp though. I'm making fun of the way, I'm making fun yeah, of a speech impediment. That's a tough the guy one. was born without an ear, so I understand why he lisps. Yeah, I'm going need one headphone. <laughs> yeah, just give me one of your bud. I call it a can. <laughs> you need an ear? Do you need earbuds? Just bud. <laughs> what about Don Henley? Like, like you, you've decided. He knows he's an asshole. But what if he he's not care. an asshole? Like you just decided he's an asshole, right? Look, Do you know he's an asshole? If Pat Benatar is ever in here, I will tell her the story of when they didn't sign my autograph. Oh, you mean the story of when you stalked her? And stalk her. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. Got in the car. I'm like, where do they Where do they have to be? Oh, Jack in the Box. And he comes home and he tells me this story. Like, I should be proud of him. I thought you were saying you and, got in their car. And, and I'm like, <laughs> I got in I, you know, the wife is thinking, uh, yeah, you stalked somebody and, you know, how much bail do I need to have to save for you? I mean, come on. Not a good thing. And then you. you got in and she was like, we have to, we have to get a bail fund going just <laughs> yeah. in case. Yeah. Crazy. Look, what people are saying is uh, Pat is just very passionate about when he gets his autographs. And uh, he has a song coming up now. It's very defiant. It's actually by me. It's from my album, Rock a Little. It's from 1985. And I'd like to introduce to you a song called I Can't Wait. Very 80s sounding. I love that bass though. She is so coked out of her mind when she's recording this. She is crazy. The singing is just, it's like so, what's up? It, she, it, it's, yes, but is she defiant? Like what's, what's the, what do you feel is the big rebellious stuff? Not waiting. Yeah, not just, waiting. Just, I can't yeah, wait. It's like, wait. I'm going to do I this. Yeah, I'm going to do it. It's not like, well, I'm anxious to record to, a good song. I'm it's yeah. more like, I can't wait. I'm going to got it. Yeah. Okay. I see. I see. I think I've only got like one, maybe two, but but, well, I have three left, and okay. you and you you're playing the playout. You have five left. Okay, so no, but I'm not doing like uh, well, I don't know. There's only only one. There's only really one, maybe two that I want to do. So well, what, what should I do? I well then let me play another one, and then we'll that'll put us on track. Okay. This is uh this is friend of the show Ricky Warwick, 
Uh, Kyle, how great was it? Ricky's the, actually the last person to play live on the show. That was way back in January of this year. How great was that guy? He was great. He's he was best. such a nice guy. And again, I say this with love. He walks in the door and you think, oh, we're, someone's going to kill us. Yeah, he looked like he walked out of Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, crazy. And he's such a sweet guy. He has released, Ricky Warwick has released three, no, I'm sorry, four albums this year. He released a brand new. He can't wait. <laughs> he can't. He's got to get the music out. Uh, he has three solo albums out, When Patsy Klein Was Crazy and, uh, and Guy Ritchie Sang the Blues. His other album is Hearts on Trees. Then he released a new Black Star Riders album. And then this album just came out. It's called Stairwell Troubadour. It's a covers album. It was on um, pledgemusic.com. Uh, you could actually, if you pledged enough, you could actually, he would actually record whatever song you requested. Um, so I didn't tell you this, PR, but I, uh, I pledged $5,000 and he recorded. No, I didn't. Um, but uh, so this, oh, is one of the, this, this is one of the songs he recorded. Uh, this is uh, bail phone. <laughs> this is I Fought the Law. Breaking rocks in the hot sun I fought the law and the law one I fought the law and the law one I needed money cause I had none I fought the law and the law one I fought the law and the law one I left my baby and I feel so bad I guess my race is run She's the cutest girl that I ever had I fight the law and the law one. I fight the law and the law one. And it's called Stairwell Troubadour because the, he he sings them all acoustically as if he was just a guy in a stairwell, you know, busking. It's kind of like the... Oh, I thought you sang, sang him in the stairwell at the Troubadour. That's where he recorded it. <laughs> that would be great if he did. It sounds really good. It sounds, it's, it's a really good cover yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. all acoustic. Yeah, he's... Yeah, he's he's great. I, I love that guy. It reminds me of you remember I was in the kitchen going, I think we should play this, but I don't know if we should play this because I don't know if we have the right to play mm-hmm. this. And blah blah blah. Like we saw straight out of Compton. Mm-hmm. Okay. And yeah. um I would say for the first time first of all, I thought it was an awesome. Movie. I don't have this song. I don't have oh, this. Oh no, 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 I know that. Okay. I know that. You know, uh I thought it was just such an awesome movie, and I think yeah. we both were just really into it. We hadn't seen a good movie in a while. Yeah. And Did it you was, see the movie? It, it was yeah, good. I loved it. It was yeah, great. It was great. really good. But doesn't it like for the first time I think I was And like, we saw it at a Magic Johnson theater. I really <laughs> Yeah. No, we did not. We saw it. <laughs> you sounded like, no, we wouldn't go there. We wouldn't go there. No. Like, we just saw, like, the, with, like, you know, our comfy, like, Woodland Hills mm-hmm. with the, with those recliners. Right. It was straight out yeah. of comfy. We ate black licorice, though. And, oh, stop. But it really, like, for the first time, like, a move, uh, uh, a song like F the Police, you know, yeah. like, I was like. What does the F stand for? Stands for fuck. Okay. I'm not used to saying fuck on a podcast. I, I have a podcast. We're gonna you can't isolate say fuck that. On. We're gonna isolate this <laughs> and like we're gonna isolate this and like you know when Ace says sure baby, <laughs> Pilar's gonna say fuck. <laughs> What's Pilar thinking this song? <laughs> fuck. But, but fuck, you know, sure baby. It, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it's like talk about the ultimate defiance. Yeah. Song, you know, and I. I well, was, they were really defiant. They were actually those songs were written. And got them in so much trouble. They were arrested and all kinds of stuff. And it's such, you know, it really made me appreciate the music and and go, oh, I I I love the story behind it and not love it, which it didn't right. happen, but I right, I, I really appreciated it. So yeah, but I just felt like, you know, what right do I have to bring that song on? Like it reflects yeah. my personal experience at all. Yeah, don't uh, don't be taking down the popo. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> and because I was worried about that. Yeah. Um, Here's one that's more like 
up my alley. And Here this you is go. Uh, this is Cop Killer Here by Ice T. Here you go. No, it's one <laughs> body a, count. A little bit more that you know, and you know, straight out of comfy. Here you go. Now they're they're touring for the first time in ten years. They're coming to the Hollywood Everybody's, Bowl. They're all coming back to yep. me. They're coming to the Hollywood I've Bowl. I've become you. And I would take you there, but I don't want you to. She's a, she's I don't want start, you to remind you of uh, I don't know Pearl Harbor. She's or gonna something. start crying. Like I remember when they didn't like George W. Bush. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> and it reminds me of Katrina because he was president then. The Hollywood Bowl looks like a giant clam that would eat me. This is this album. Okay, this album. To be honest with you, again, this is not my favorite song. I mean, I think no, that it represents like defiance really mm-hmm. well, and it's. But to me, it's a little on the nose but it was it was cool that they were like you know what we told you so Iraq war here we are they got, death, out this, they got death threats this, because of this uh, song well they got death threats because of what they said and this was a song mm. about the death threats but um but the rest of the album is so good every single song on it is amazing and I'm not even like a big country music fan or even a big Dixie Chicks fan the rest of their stuff I could take or leave but mm-hmm. that album oh so good it you won, like that it song won a Earl? Grammy for best album that year I think it did yeah are you sure about that? I'm, I'm, um, yes. Kyle. I am. Dixie Jakes. I am Grammy, because. You don't like George W. Bush. <laughs> w. W. Bush. It was the, I was right. That's what you get for not listening to me. W. Album. Um, so wait, what, do, what do you think? She it said was? it won a Grammy that year. Yeah. The album is what she said. Uh, Kyle's what did, what furrowing did, his brow. Maybe it's maybe it's that maybe it's one of those weird things that it's the next year. That could be. Yeah, it is. I guess we could just say it did and call it a day. It did, it did, it did, it did. Um, they performed that and yeah, they won <laughs> record of the year. Record of the year. Thank R- you. Rick Rubin produced it. There sure. you go. Rick Rubin. You made me appreciate Rick Rubin. Mm-hmm. Remember we used to watch Behind the Music and you'd be like, okay, that's it Rick won, Rubin and this is what's going on. Oh, here we go. That one record of the year, not ready to make nice. The album won album of the year. See? Ooh, not country, but album, album and not, of and the not year. ready to make nice one song of the year. Whoa. <laughs> and it uh, won best country performance by duo, duo or group with vocal, which just say group. Yeah. Because it's, the album rocks. And it's it, so won, good. it won best country album. And the album is called? Uh, Taking the Long Way. Yeah. And whenever they win a Grammy, they get, I'm not lying about this, they get little baby chicken feet tattooed on their feet. <laughs> I'm not kidding. So they, they only have five? <laughs> I think they won, I think no, they won I some Grammy. But yeah, whenever they win an award, they get these little baby chicken feet tattooed on their feet. And what's the significance of that? Well, they're the Dixie Chicks. And so they just oh, I get yeah. it, I get it. I get a Dixie cup tattooed on my ass every time they win. <laughs> does it have a riddle on it? Uh, it does. Or, uh, or that weird, uh, that weird nineties teal and purple line. Oh yeah. That pattern. That was a good look. Yeah. Pilar, do you like fitness? 
<laughs> oh no. Okay, so anyway, let's um my next song is by uh Rock and Peace to Mr. Warren Zevon. And this song is called Mr. Bad Example. I'm very well acquainted with the seven deadly sins. I keep a busy schedule trying to fit them in. I'm proud to be a glutton and I don't have time for sloth. I'm greedy and I'm angry and I don't care who I cross. I'm Mr. Bad Example, intruder in the dirt. I like to have a good time. Care who gets hurt. I'm Mr. Bad Example. Take a look at me. I live to be a hundred and go down in infamy. He sounds like a drunk guy got got up with the Chuck E. Cheese band and sang. <laughs> yeah, does he does he have a, an accordion? Like like Kyle's yeah. making like a squeeze box well, kind of yeah, dance going on. Come to the circus. <laughs> Warren Zevon would off would do all different stuff. I'm Mr. Bad, like Mr. Bad Example. Mr. Bad Example. It's it's almost like something you could do on like Sesame Street. Oh, is it Mr. Bad Example? It is Mr. Bad Example. <laughs> what? Did you just do voices? No. Did you just do puppet voices? No. <laughs> Pilar did puppet voices. I did. She actually brought out puppets. <laughs> Are you going to tweet about your appearance on this show oh. to your listeners? Um, I don't know. Should I? What do you think? You I would some, like it. You, you give a few writing tips. So yeah, that could you be. do give a few writing tips. I will. I will definitely do because you, I support. You should tweet because your show is awesome, well, and I tell tweet, people about it all the time. You should tweet say if you want to hear some uncensored Pilar, <laughs> listen to listen to me. You and I say fuck. <laughs> Why are you saying it like you're one of the little rascals? Oh, fuck. She's, she's doing her puppet voices. <laughs> Can I say fuck? No, you're Mr. Bad Example. <laughs> oh, well, then I'm supposed to say fuck. You're supposed to say ouchie or oh, no. Hey, Minnie, I heard you're fucking goofy. <laughs> this is my, my last my last song is uh, because wait, it's wait, for you, you. You have the play out. Oh, so it's not your last. Song. Oh, I can't really because I have the play out. Well, no, you're gonna play this song. Oh, can I and, do? Can I do this one as my play out instead? No. Okay. okay you were well. gonna you were gonna play a song. Then oh. I was gonna play a song. Then you were gonna do the play out. You right. Could, you could so play, I'm gonna play a song. You could save this. Okay. To play yeah. As yeah. Your yeah. Play yeah. Out. Yeah. So this is my last song. Song. The other. Oh, okay. I don't count the play out. Because to me, okay. <laughs> you used to bring the play out. Why yeah. did we stop doing that? Uh, I just, I don't know. I just stopped. <laughs> no one tells me the uh, the topic. I like that. Uncle? We're going to start that. We're going to start that back up again. Okay. So right. now we got an old Christmas episode coming up. Okay. So pick something for that. Grinch. Done. <laughs> Grinch, but sung by. There's got to be someone else singing it, though. Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby. <laughs> Grinch. I can't do a Cosby. <laughs> Go ahead. What do you uh, got? So this this last like official song, other than the playout song, is uh, all official song is uh, is because <laughs> uh, because I knew I'd be on with you, mm-hmm. so I picked my favorite sexy song. Oh, wow, there you go, favorite sexy song. It's Liza Minnelli. You ever pray with all your heart and soul just to walk to walk away? Maybe the bad bad thing. Yeah. Maybe the bad bad thing. Maybe the bad bad thing. When he sings low like that, he sounds like the guy from Sling Blade. Mm, I did bad bad thing with my sling blade. I killed I killed people. Then this rocks. It gets rocking. It does. It does. But it'll take too long to get there. But I love it. Turn it down. I want to say. I'm going to say. I'm going to say this right now. I'm going to say it out loud right here. 
Kyle and I and Mr. David Wilde are going to be at the San Francisco Sketch Fest on Saturday, January 9th. We have a show at three in the afternoon. It's a big theater. We'd like to fill it. We do not yet have our guest booked, but I will tell you that three of the possible guests have been played on today's show. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, but we don't, um, we're, we're really not even going to, uh, I don't think the tickets are going to go on sale until a, a guest is in place. So, um, unless, unless they say like, we don't care. We love rock solid that much that we would see them even if it was just packed. Right. Uh, no, that <laughs> will never happen. Shoot. I know you'd like to think it would, but, um, but, uh, we're very excited. We're very excited to go up there. We've got, uh, I'm doing three shows up there. I'm doing a show Friday night at eight o'clock bluff you with uh, Jimmy Pardo, John Ross Bowie's on the, on our panel. it's a game show that Jimmy and I created with our friend, John Ritchie. Then Saturday morning at 11, we're doing live. Never not funny. It's sold out already. Uh, Mr. John Hamm is our guest. He's from mad men. And at three in the afternoon, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to rock that house with uh, some rock solid. So, awesome. Uh, it's going to be a fun. That's in January. And I just wanted to throw that out there that, uh, one of our one of our possible guests was just played today, and it's Ooh. not Ricky Warwick. Hmm. So that's all I'm going to say. So that was a great song you played, Liza Minnelli, Liza Minnelli, <laughs> and Lorna Luft, <laughs> and Warren uh, Zevon. Warren Zevon. When I won't be Warren we're going to bring a Ouija. It's not going to be there. Talk to Warren Zevon. Pretty much narrowed. Down. It's not the Ramones. <laughs> uh, I'm going to play another song, and then you have the play out. But let's uh, let, let's play it, and then we'll do the promoting, and let uh, Pilar do the play out. This is the Who won't get fooled again. To come. By that old lady, Roger Daltrey. We will live Dedicate that to uh, Frank Beernut, friend of the show, that and is, Who fan. That just makes me think of all those poor people that were murdered in uh, Las Vegas. <laughs> those oh, for CS and CSI <laughs> yeah, to come. And, like, oh yeah, yeah you right. Really need to stop. Um, you mock me. Won't get fooled again is from the greatest rock and roll album ever made. Who's next? That is with one hundred percent. I tell you, I will fight you to the death. You put any album up against who's next, that album loses. Are you feeling defiant about that? No. You feel you're, like you're you would fight somebody? Nope. You're, you're going to get a lot of tweets from Don Henley. Yeah. <laughs> by, by the way, a couple weeks ago, you said you had some phone calls or something. Do you, do you want to play any of those before we uh, close it out? Phone? You don't mind if we play some phone calls, right? Phone calls? What are you talking about? We have a, we have a rock solid hotline. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's 3 rocks 33081rocks. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And uh, are... Kyle shirks his responsibility, so we don't play a lot of Why these. Why don't I have a podcast like this? That's so you cool. Have, your podcast is highly rated. I don't rated. have a number. I don't have, I don't have graphics. You don't want it because then with that number, people could call in and tell you, 
we don't really like your podcast. Oh, you think that's what they would call in? Or maybe no, they would just no, go like, but I, know that I you, like your you know podcast. Like, well, let's listen to this first call yeah, and see. It. This, see these are kind of calls you're going to get. Oh, okay. no. Yeah. Pat Francis, go fuck yourself. <gasps> what? Why are they being mean to you? Because <laughs> I like, tell people that they can call and when they close, they can say go fuck. He didn't give his name or anything. That's it. That's just it. You just called him. Okay. Oh, that's my from, God. Uh, that's from... Uh, let me see. You know who it's from? No, it's from the nine one seven. Nine one seven. Thank you. you. I think that's New York, right? Thank you for listening. <laughs> that, that's we know defiant. he listens because if he didn't, if he didn't listen, he wouldn't know to call that number, and he wouldn't know to say "go fuck yourself." Well, it goes with our defiance theme. Yeah. Um, got another one. This. Is this one? Hey, this is Craig from Atlanta. I was an early listener to the podcast when Gary was on there, but I couldn't stand him. So <laughs> recently rediscovered the podcast with all different co-hosts. Love it. Um, love Murray and Michael. Lucas, I used to be a drug counselor, so I'm a little concerned about his drug problem, but things <laughs> are under control. Of course, Crispy is absolutely awesome. But having lived in Atlanta for a while, I'm curious about April. Of course. Two great co-hosts, too. Um, I live in, like, actually, greater Decatur. Went to Georgia State for a while for a PhD that I had finished. And uh, I'm sure she went to, like, Wax and Facts and Walk Street. I'm not sure if she went to uh, the new, well, 80, 2004, we had Decatur CD open up. I don't know if she's been there or not. The guy runs up places and asks. But I'd be curious to hear a little bit more about uh, what April, what her history is in Atlanta. Again, awesome podcast. Uh, take care. Keep it up. Do the work. All right. Now, th- I want to thank you for rediscovering the show and enjoying uh, Mike and Christy and April. Uh, oh, and Murray. And that was the connection of the phone call at listeners at home. That wasn't our equipment. But uh, thank you for calling, and I'm, I'm, I'm glad. I'll just you- channel April and answer all, all your questions. Uh-huh. Yeah, dude. Dude, <laughs> that phone call was my jam. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. all the fanboys have a crush on April. Yeah, you can't blame them. Christy's married. She's unattainable. You're married. You're Christy, unattainable. Christy is so beautiful. I'm going to tell you about Christy. Christy Stratton comes in here yeah. and plays the nice little angel. And I think deep down, she's a little bit of a dirty devil. She's, she's a bad, bad girl. She's a bad, bad thing. That's right. Uh, do we have another one? Is that it? Um... Those are the two I wanted to play for sure. I haven't well, one because it insults your uncle. <laughs> you can stockpile these. We might need we might need some phone calls for up in uh, San Francisco. Well, people go in the lobby and call when we have no guest. <laughs> and I'm interviewing David Wilde, and we're playing clips of his favorite songs. David Wilde would be just great, right on his own. David Wilde would be a great guest. He's so, and but I don't think you've actually just interviewed him yet. Uh, no, I know, and that would be, and yeah, he tells us amazing stories uh, before we even record all the time. He is the history of rock and roll. He, he is rock and roll. He's great. It should be enough. I, look, I, I'm, I'm with you. But we need someone else when he goes and walks around the stage. For yeah, there might be a, Yeah, there might be a time <laughs> when in the middle of the in. show he needs to get his steps in. Oh my god, that would be hilarious. You, you know, you're he's big. Just, he's just doing. You know, laps. Pat's big on his steps too. Like maybe they could just do the he's whole thing. Them right on now, a what do you got? Oh no, I, I, I'm almost at goal. 
Oh my gosh. I'm almost at my goal. Again, do some jumping jacks when you go. Do you, Kyle, yeah. you remember when he first got that thing? I got it for him. And remember <laughs> he would just like, it would be like 11 o'clock at night and he would just be like, just jumping around, yeah. just trying yeah. to get those steps yeah. in. Kids are asleep. He's like throwing weights around. Do yeah. you remember when you said you wanted one? And so I got you one for your birthday yeah. and it's on your dresser it is uh, on my covered dresser. in dust. It's you actually know. on your other wrist now. Oh, that'd be great. Would that count double? I get double steps. It's not very stylish. That's the problem. You know, like every time like I would the wear. the Fitbit that like looks like the watch. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like quaint. A, I need like a lady thing. <laughs> that sounded so stupid. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Um, Pilar, you are, uh, what's your Twitter handle? At on the page. So if people liked your appearance here, they can tweet at you and say you were great on the show. Only if they liked it. Because if they don't, I really, I, I, my Pilar feelings does, are hurt Pilar easily. does not like... <laughs> Any like, bit of negative I don't, I don't like conflict. Conflict, like when you like engage in your Twitter yeah. things or you, yeah. you say something sort of even edgy on Facebook, I'm like, yeah. oh, why do you have to? Like, I just don't like conflict. Yeah. But I, I would like people to know to go to onthepage.tv because yes. that's where the classes are. And if you're out of state, you can get some recorded classes, yep. all the stuff. Classes. And and a link to the to my podcast, which yeah. is also called On the Page. It's a highly rated uh, podcast under the uh, film and TV category on iTunes is where you can find it. You can also find it on Libsyn. Um, it is always top rated. It's amazing. So I'm very proud of you. Thank I'm you. proud of your uh, all that you've achieved. I'm proud of your business. You are not only a great uh, wife and mother, you work your fingers to the bone and you still make time for everybody. Clients, your parents, your girls, and your husband. Thank you. Pretty much the only person you have no time for is the person sitting to your right. My nephew. And my left. Right. I really don't have any time for him. <laughs> I'm really... Um, Got to have priorities. You are at Kyle Dotson Funny. Yeah. Uh, this show is going to drop in uh, in December. Do you have... Uh, I know you've been booking a stand-up show. I have. Uh, how's I think that going? The next, it's good. The next one's on December 10th, I believe. December 10th. And I yeah. think this is dropping on December 3rd. Oh, okay. So, so yeah, a week from today. Yeah, I think that's what it's, what it's given. So um, do you have any, any people on, lined up yet? Um, have you I asked Pardo to do that yet? No, no. You should do it just because I would love the story of his reaction <laughs> to what I'll do he it says. Next, I'll do it next time at poker. I'll ask him. Then he could play it up for everyone. <laughs> what do you think he'll say? He'll go, Kyle, first, off, prof- first I don't of all, even want you here. Yeah. <laughs> and set. here's my favorite thing that Jimmy does. Like, just ask me, just ask me if I like anything, whatever. Now, Pat, do you like uh, Rocky Road ice cream? No, 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 I'm Jimmy. Oh, Jimmy, do you like Rocky Road ice cream? I don't like you. <laughs> That's my favorite thing that he says. It's the best ever. And so I also dismissive. like... So dismissive. I also like when I'll say, ask me if I've seen a movie. Um, Have you seen uh, the Runaways movie? See that if it's playing in my glasses. <laughs> it's another favorite joke that I like. And no matter how many times he does it. I love it. What if what if he only does it to you? <laughs> like what if? The, the, no. What if he's just really kind and no. gentle to everybody else? It's just to you. Well, that's not true. That's, that, that's that not hilarious. True. The time Danielle was like, "Oh, you mean like when he goes over and fucks a chair?" Yes, yes. <laughs> I said at poker, Pardo will stand behind someone's chair like he's fucking the chair. Oh my god! And like. I'll say, oh, the thing he does at poker every time. And Danielle just goes, oh, like when he fucks a chair. So that means that he fucks the chair at the at, house At the too. house too. Yeah. 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 It's unbelievable. Um, and you said it so like, how oh, you mean when? <laughs> well, you mean when he fucks the chair? Like she could care. She's done with it. Um, and your book's coming out in May. Yep. And all that good stuff. Yeah. 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 
So um, this is the part where we promote. Um, there's a there's a go to rocksolidpodcast.com. Uh, That's where Andrew Rich does the amazing show notes every week. They are um, so good. I love them. They're great. The, the kid, the kid, I call him a kid. I think he's 22. The fucking kid hits it out of the park. I remember one time he told me, he said, he goes, you know what? I'm doing all this. I got a job. I'm in school. Whatever he goes, the show notes are going to be. They might be a little bit late, and they've never, they've, they've, they've so that was meant. They he's put he's like, oh, Friday, I got it up two, two minutes after Friday instead of Thursday. <laughs> Again, I wish I had an Andrew Rich too. I'm just so yeah. lucky. So, it was so many great I, I components. I appreciate to all this these. Podcast. I appreciate all these people that that uh, that put into the show and and help the show. I mean, they're not here on air, but there anyone, any one of you guys, any of the artists, Andrew Rich. Anytime you guys are in LA. You let me know, and you guys will be my guest co-host, definitely, because that's that's the least I can do to pay you. But uh, on RockSolidPodcast.com, um, there is a there's a donation button. So if you want to promote the show, that's a good way to do it. And buy a T-shirt. Kyle's wearing his right now. They look right. pretty great. They're on Etsy. Just type in, is it Etsy? Estoy. Yeah, Estoy. I'm sorry. Yeah, T O Y. Etsy that Etsy and put no in it. Yeah, Estoy. Yeah. So um, otherwise, you're gonna get a bunch of jars with denim in it. Yeah, I don't want that or sand <laughs> or something. I don't want. Uh, it's don't like want... people learn things on Pinterest, make a hundred, and then don't sell any on Etsy. That's how it works. Boom. <laughs> What's your play out, honey? Uh, this Thank is you for a... being here. This was fun. Oh, uh, this was fun. Thank you so much for my great birthday present. I really loved it. And you know what? And the and the, the Nike. Yes, we'll, s- we'll sell that on eBay. Okay. <laughs> Um, so this, oh, I'm sorry. Were you going to say something? Did I, what? I'm waiting. Kyle, play Bon Jovi, please. No, no, no. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so this is a, this is a very uh, cheesy disco, but you gotta love this song. Is this it is about <laughs> defiance. No, it's not that bad. Here you go. Thinking how you did me wrong And I grew strong And I learned 